Hello, this is I'm Unique, and we are here keeping it G. God bless you. I hope that you're doing wonderful. Listen, it's been a little minute since I've recorded a message on here, but I'm thankful to be here, and I'm thankful for you listening once again. Um, my God, um, Christmas has passed, and we're approaching New Year's Eve. Where, well, today, um, it, actually tomorrow will be New Year's Eve. So I don't know when you'll listen to this, but this is 2021, the last few days we're wrapping up. And it's amazing. It it's kind of feels surreal. Um, I'm excited. I got a lot of things I want to share, but I'm going to try to stay focused here. <laughs> um, um, so I wanted to talk about developing vision for 2022 um vision is very very vital to anyone's success in fact the bible says that where there is no vision the people perish or cast off restraint um excuse me that is found in proverbs 29 and 18 where there's no vision the people perish but he the keep he that keeps the law happy is he and um as my pastor has taught me thus far vision that the bible is referring to is revelation knowledge and revelation knowledge being an understanding of what the will of the lord is and there's another scripture that says that um we should not be wise and not not act not live or not walk as fools uh, understanding what the will of the Lord is. And so there is a process that we go through as believers, as disciples, followers of Jesus Christ, uh, where we get to just Lord, the Lord sort of reveals what our actual purpose is or what his vision for our life is. And um, there's, hmm, how do I say this? God sometimes will give you pieces of the of the vision or steps, like small steps or ideas. Sometimes it comes in the form of ideas or sometimes dreams. You may see yourself doing something and you're like, it feels different than just like a regular dream. Um, I don't want to get into all that because I'm definitely not a dream expert, but the Lord speaks to all of us in different ways, or you may get a certain, as you follow Christ and learn more about the word of God, you may start to develop a passion or a desire to operate in a certain industry or, um, what level of gifting or form of gifting. It'll, the Lord will reveal it to you in time, but Overall, wherever we are in our journey with following Christ, I think it's very important to have vision for your life, at least the practical side of your life. If if you even if you don't know the entire big picture of your overall destiny and calling, I think that it's wise to just have goals and to have vision right and sight is something that's different than vision i'm not going to get too far into that but sight is something that we can see right in front of us vision means that we can see um beyond our hmm, beyond the things that are closest to us we can see far off further off into the future and and not so uh, i can't think of the word nearsighted there we go nearsighted 
Like, you know, you have nearsighted people and farsighted people. Um, vision isn't something that's farsighted. Vision isn't, I know what I'm going to wear tomorrow. <laughs> there might be vision for somebody. I'm not knocking you, but vision is not saying, I know what I'm going to eat and drink tomorrow, or I know what I'm going to wear tomorrow. That's, that's, that's kind of short-sighted vision. Vision is, I, I have this idea this plan, if you will, that I'm going to submit to God and pray over and ask the Lord to lead me through. But I have this idea of what I hope for my life to be like in, over the next maybe year. It may be a month. It may even be a week at a time, depending on where you are, as I said. Uh, whichever, Wherever you are, don't be discouraged, but develop vision for your life. Um, and I'm going to share some ways that I have developed vision for my life um firstly nothing but the holy spirit um after receiving my god the baptism of the holy spirit a lot as far as my sight and vision and understanding changed but until then um it was sort of just a day-to-day walk it was a day-to-day journey i will tell anybody that i had no intentions on being or living a saved life and actually enjoying (laughs) And actually enjoying it because I grew up in church uh, in a religious family, Pentecostal, if you will, holiness church, you know, that type of thing. And so I saw moves of God and I uh, clapped my hands and sang. I knew the church songs. I knew some scripture. I knew the basics, you know, went to Sunday school. And so it was kind of ingrained in my, in my, I guess, upbringing, but when I got off to college and I, I, I just, I wasn't saved, praise God, but thank the Lord for his mercy <laughs> and goodness that endures forever. But, um, so when I did, um, receive the Lord Jesus Christ after some things happened in life and I ended up turning to God, thank the Lord I had that foundation to turn back to, but I turned to God and I just really got to a point where I was crying out for mercy and help and guidance. I didn't know who I was, where I was going. I was lost, nonetheless. I was a lost sheep. And he 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 took me back in and he's he's it started with just purifying me, cleansing me, you know, going through guilt and shame and unforgiveness, anxiety, depression, just therapy 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 (laughs) and more therapy but um you know the Lord was working with me then but when I got to where I could sort of see who I was and the Lord was starting to give me understanding of who I was and who I was not I started shedding these layers um long story short the Lord started to give me or excuse me I started to develop or see where my areas of gifting was, see where I would start having joy, like see the activities that, that brought me joy. Singing was one of them and writing was one of them. I started to write beautiful poetry and I know it wasn't me, it was the Holy Spirit doing it because it would just come out of me like like when you're crying and tears come out, that's how the poetry was. I don't I sound like a poet right now, but <laughs> but yeah, and, and so the Lord, it, it was in the purification process says in the Lord purifying and sanctifying me as the Bible would say changing me changing my mindset changing my heart set working through those tough ugly emotions overcoming addictions overcoming toxic habits ending toxic relationships going into you know um going to church going to church being faithful to the ministry 
by the by the grace of God, you know, even when I didn't want to, just steadily going and staying up under the word, um, you know, staying around other believers, even if they, you know, just just rebuilding my life, redefining who I was. And so in that process, I started to develop passions for those two things. Um, other things as well, my, my career, what I was going to school for, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm long winded, but I'll, it's, it's going to make sense. Just stay with me. But I was going to school for health science. And so that's kind of my nerdy thing. That's what I've always kind of had a passion for helping people. I don't like seeing people sick. I don't like seeing people unhealthy. Um, I'm probably that annoying friend who tells you about all the bad stuff you're eating and, and why you shouldn't be eating it. I probably get on my parents and siblings nerves probably my parents the most because I'm always getting on my mom like mom you know you need to eat some green vegetables and anyway <laughs> but um so those have been my my three areas that I've operated in the most but um some sometimes um it's more obvious as far as what God's will and God's the area of, of gifting or the ministry or the mantle or the light that you're supposed to carry sometimes it's a little more obvious sometimes we know like we don't have to go through anything drastic or deep um, in order to figure it out sometimes most of the time we know as a child but you know we kind of veer off or start to become this person that other people think tell us we have to be or should be or just kind of conform to the world or whatever but in all that, um, the Lord will, will start to show you, um, like I said, staying up under the words, staying in prayer, staying. <laughs> I know it's, 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 it's not the most exciting or extravagant thing, but um, that's how you develop vision. But aside from your actual like divine calling, um, you know, we have different areas of our life outside of our spirit, man, that we need vision for, financial relational, physical, um, mental, emotional, and career or, you know, and career and purpose can go interchangeably. I would say the purpose kind of, um, is the glue that keeps all the other, all the areas of, of, of our life, like kind of together, like without purpose, like everything else is just kind of void and, and formless, but, you know, that's another podcast, but anyway, um, yeah, so, like, I would just encourage you to keep Christ as the center of your life, um, keep the Lord, keep the Word of God as the center of your life as far as how you think and how you make decisions, um, ask for discernment. That was something that I had to pray for earlier on. I I prayed for discernment and wisdom and just sometimes it wasn't a matter of me figuring out. Matter of fact, the the majority of, of my earlier walk with Christ wasn't anything, like didn't have anything to do with me figuring out my purpose. It was about surviving like getting to the next day without breaking down like knowing how to overcome different mental different mental and emotional battles and strongholds that I was going through and so even in that you know just pray for discernment pray for strength pray for mercy you know pray for what you need like to actually be able to maintain and be a healthy functional person before you you try to dive off into purpose because I don't think that it's it's lucrative to try to operate in, and it's a difference in being gifted and purpose to, to, to do something. Um, nothing wrong with being gifted, but we see a lot of 
um, Lord rest their soul, like a lot of gifted people who simply like turned away from the Lord or maybe didn't serve them with serve him with their life. And they had money, like trillions, millions of dollars, maybe not trillions, but a lot of money and fame and were very gifted and talented, but didn't have peace. Maybe were on drugs or just had very destructive lives, like weren't healthy individuals, weren't weren't whole, like, and so it's best to to gather yourself to get yourself into a healthy place and to come into a place of wholeness before you try to dive off into and say what is my purpose what is my purpose and like like I said it, it, it you it is <laughs> even hard to hear from the Lord it's even hard Oh, I won't say that because the Lord can speak to you in any way at any point in time that he needs to. It's just a matter of if you're listening or if, you know, because the Lord can do miracles. He can he can change anything at any given time. It's, it's like I'm not putting any limits on the Lord, but I am saying that you as a human being, you know, sometimes you can have chemical imbalances going on in your brain or in your body that hinder you from thinking clearly or seeing clearly or understanding clearly clearly or even understanding what your emotions are um I know for me I um the Lord delivered me from this but I used to smoke weed and and pop pills and drink alcohol like and I I won't say pop pills like I wouldn't just out here like you know like that but I've done it before and um and so it was a lot of like cleansing that I had to purification that I had to go through physically before I could even have clarity of thought and mind to function well in my regular life and like I said all these areas of life tie in together because you know smoking weed doing drugs or whatever it hinders your ability to make money you can't go get a job you may have to pass a drug test or you know you can't go to you tired every day when you get off work or when you have to go to work because you're hungover like every everything ties in together and so but anywho that's another story for another day um praise God for deliverance and and that just we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony and so I'm not ashamed of of of, you know the past because it's not who I am anymore but it it was just sin you know it's it's just another subject for another day praise God but (laughs) um and so focus on different areas of a, of your life. Set goals. Set realistic goals for you. As I said, I don't know where you are on your journey. I don't know if you even f- call yourself a follower of Christ. I don't know where you are as far as your life. But um, I'm just telling you my journey and the path I've taken and that has rewarded me and helped me develop vision. But um, financially... Where are you now? There's a scripture that I used to pray over my finances, and it says to know this. It's a proverb. It says to know the state of your flocks, um, and it's it's like basically it's basically saying it says know the know well the condition of your flocks and give attention to your herds for riches do not last forever. And does a crown endure to all generations? Um, 
but it's basically that's what I used as a principle to apply to my finances and so I, I made sure that I always kept record of my income and my expenses like basic budget stuff um, how much money am I bringing in how much money do I owe if you live you know you live on your own add like make it practical and make sense I was telling a friend of mine earlier like everything isn't all deep and mystical some things just practical like adding and subtracting stuff that we learn in school and so take an account of what you're making keep track of your money I would say to tie 10% I'm just telling you what I do and what has worked for me and what has blessed my life uh, it's a biblical principle to tie 10% of whatever you make and save tie 10% save 10% and um, pay your bills and live off the rest that's a principle that uh, I learned from a pastor of mine um, that has worked and blessed my life. Like it's, just, it's simple and it works, um, but you have to, you know, sit down and do the math, see what you're making. Um, maybe financially you're not making enough to cover your bills. See what what you can do to get there. Do you need to apply for a new job? Do you need to maybe get a side hustle so that you can meet, you know, at least break even with with what your ex- living expenses are and and listen i know it's been a rough year a rough it, life life happens like it, it there may be times where you're just going through a rough patch and it seems like your head is underwater and you you can't just can't get a grip but don't stop trying don't stop planning you may have to cut out some expenses you may have to get some food stamps or government government assistance or like don't be ashamed to get help or whatever you need to do but know the state of your flocks know where you are financially don't just let your money be something that's like going over your head like kind of I, I make about, about this and every now and then I go by me just don't spend frivolously like take be aware spend consciously and I'm preaching to myself I'm not saying I'm the perfect spender or that like that you know it's something I can be stronger with like but have goals like what do you want to be able to do with your money if you do have extra money after you've paid your bills and after you've tithed and saved and paid your bills okay what what do you want to invest your money in Maybe you want to buy a new car. Maybe you want to purchase a new car. Maybe you can start saving for that or purchase a new home. Start saving for that. But have goals and know where you are financially. I don't want to get too far into this. Spiritually, um, spiritual maintenance, keeping your spirit strong, keeping your connection to God where it needs to be for you to be able to hear from the Lord and to be able to um walk in the spirit as the bible says those who are led by the spirit of god are the sons of god and so to be a child of god and to live in the earth as a child of god we have to walk in the spirit we have to have the spirit living in us and we have to keep that spirit alive and active and healthy and and that comes through prayer through studying the word there are different spiritual disciplines prayer fasting studying um fellowshipping, serving. I learned this in a course that I took by Dr. Darius Daniels. It's called Everyday Seminary. And he gives these basic, you know, principles as to how to maintain spiritually. Um, Yes, I said prayer, fasting, studying, the discipline of solitude, getting to a place where you can be with just you and the Lord. I love to go in nature and do that. Um, 
and just sit there sometimes in silence and to where I can hear. Sometimes I'm, I may not get a deep, like, revelatory word or, you know, sometimes I do. It's like sometimes that's where a lot of my instruction comes, but most of the time is is sometimes it's just me getting out there and getting clear getting to where all the noise and and things and interactions that I've had throughout the week I just kind of get it out of my system where I can think clearly and and just have an inner calmness um solitude prayer I think I named the majority of them but develop a routine it doesn't have to be all deep it doesn't have to be praying for three and fifty hours a day if you can, that's awesome. If you're willing to make the sacrifice, the Lord honors sacrifice. If you do want to get up at three and four in the morning to pray, that's a wonderful, wonderful thing. I've had some of my most impactful experiences with the Lord when I have made the sacrifice to get up early, early in the morning and just be in his presence because, you know, when the day gets going, distractions come and you have obligations and it is just hard to get that connection like you need to but anyhow spiritually that's kind of some some ideas for the goals you can set if you want to expand on maybe if you already have a routine and you want to maybe lengthen the time more or add different things to your prayer list like not just pray to make it through the day okay maybe I want to pray for somebody or maybe I want to pray for something pray for vision play pray for clarity pray for a car pray for a house pray for a spouse pray pray for a job um or pray for opportunity I don't know what just add things to your prayer list so challenge yourself or maybe pray longer than maybe you pray for 10 minutes you want to pray for 15 like add keep set vision have goals um, so that you can have something that you're working toward and not becoming stagnant once you've mastered something go on to the next thing um and let's see mentally and emotionally journaling I would say that's a great vision ahead what do you where do you want to be mentally how do you want to be thinking what books do you need to read to to change your mindset to shift your mentality so that you can think the way you need to think to be 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 the person that you want to see yourself become if that makes sense um podcasts youtube videos there's so many resources a lot of free resources there are a lot of audiobooks free audiobooks on youtube as well different apps that i have through the you can get through like local libraries that sometimes they have audio or ebook apps where you can check out books and, and whatnot or go to a library but so um, feed your mind feed your my mindset like continue learning maybe do Maybe maybe go back to school, you know, if the Lord is showing you an area of gifting or calling and you say you want to sharpen your skills or or learn a new skill or go may may need to take a course or you know. But that's really up to you. Pray, be prayerful and, and be discerning with it. Um emotionally analyzing your feelings being aware of who where you are emotionally how you feel what makes you feel how you feel when you get around is it when you get around a certain person is it when you get in a certain environment does this environment make you feel good or or bad or sad or happy I don't think there are any bad emotions but just kind of analyze and be discerning of how you feel and, and know that your feelings do matter I was talking about that earlier with a friend 
And I actually have a poem, praise God, called Feelings Do Matter. And I, I can't wait to share that with you all and with, with everyone else. It's a beautiful poem that the Lord gave me. Um, feelings do matter because it, like, it's basically saying if we don't address our feelings, I'm not giving it the, the glory that's due to it, but it's, it's great. But it's basically like saying if we don't... Um, excuse me, if we don't, if we don't, um, give attention to our feelings, they will show up in our life in some kind of way. Sometimes we need to dig up old feelings that have been sitting there for years and years, and we just haven't had the time or the ability to unpack, or maybe we need to get, get in therapy. Now, that's for mental and emotional health and well-being. Um, therapy helps you unpack thoughts and emotions and ideas and belief systems and things that have been programmed it programmed into your mind and soul like therapy 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 that's always a a great goal to have if you have the means if you have the ability sometimes different jobs offer um like services for mental health or um there are different there's all kind of resources sometimes you have to google and search and, and see what your resources are um but yeah emotion be aware emotionally and and therapy helps with that um I said financial, spiritual, mental, emotional, relational. Um, who are the closest people to you? Who do you talk to the most? Who do you interact with the most? Are these people serving your calling? Are are these do these people know your calling and your purpose? Do these people um encourage you that these people bring out the best in you analyze the people who are around you you spend the most time with uh, the conversations you're having with these people do you need to a great book um that i read that i'm reading that's helped me with relationships it's called relational intelligence by dr darius daniels and it talks about how to categorize relationships sometimes you know relationships are meant to be um mentor mentee type sometimes you're a mentor to someone or you're a mentee to someone and so the book is great about talking about how to navigate like different conversation styles as as it pertains to the type of relationship like you wouldn't you wouldn't talk to an advisor or a mentor the way you would talk to a mentee an advisor a mentor you're more receptive you come into them with questions you need help you need guidance and so you're more of a student but when you're a mentor you're more of the teacher you're helping you're giving guidance and so that this that dynamic is just going to look different then you have your inner circle you have people who are closest to you who are um you know who you just talk to run it with about real life stuff and no judgment no condemnation it's just like let me tell you what happened today like you know what i'm saying just a free space to be your truest truest purest self um and the, there's just some ideas about relation relations uh, relationships or your relational life but just take inventory and and don't be forceful in in trying to find new relationships or cut off old ones um there's a scripture that says that um the it's kind of popular it talks about how jesus um cuts off any he says my father cuts off any branch that doesn't bear fruit and he cuts out the branches that are that he cuts off and the branches that are bearing fruit he cuts like he prunes them so that they can bear more fruit and so they're um sometimes we don't have to necessarily just 
be like, nah, I'm going to cut them off because they're toxic. From Now, some situations you have to just be brave and courageous and real with yourself and say, I need to walk away from this because it's just not good for me and it's not good for the other person. And it's no, sometimes it's just no easy way to do that. Like it's, it's not, <laughs> it's just not going to be, it's simple. It's, 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 it's going to be hurtful. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be uncomfortable, but you just have to do what you have to do. And I think we all have enough discernment to know when something is not healthy um, for us or not. But, um, that's, you know, once again, discernment. Um, but even building new relationships, you know, letting go of old ones or sometimes the ones that aren't good for us when we start to mature, when we start to really focus in on our um, well-being and purpose and, and everything. Um, sometimes it'll just kind of naturally you'll naturally gravitate away from or toward different relationships like sometimes you just you just stop being in the same circle with certain people and so quite naturally you're not going to talk to them as much and then you might grab start gravitating toward a different circle of people um because of the path you're taking because of the books you're reading because of the mindset you're developing because of activities you're engaging in etc etc and so, you know, navigate your relationships accordingly. And it looks different for each and every person. You know, some of us are more outgoing and just network. Like, it's nothing for us to go to social events and talk. I also know that COVID is, is, is still in our midst. And so we have to act, use wisdom, you know, maybe be, be more virtually friendly um not all of each other face in it uh, every concert and every public event but you know still taking time to interact with people and, and even even going down to who you follow like that's a relational interaction is social media because we're being social we're seeing we're looking into other people's lives we're, we're taking in information and so be mindful of who you follow and, and i don't think it matters so much who follows you but be mindful of what you follow because what people post impacts you, especially if you stay on social media. Excuse me. Like, um, yeah, if you need to unfollow some folk, no hard feelings, nothing crazy, nothing dramatic. You don't have to make a dramatic post saying, I'm, gonna, I'm about to unfollow everybody who ain't healthy. Just do it gradually. Don't maybe unfollow two people a, a week or something. It don't have to be deep. It don't have to be automatic and and all at once like it's it's some most the best change um that happens in our lives are is is gradual so just be discerning with all that relational but have some goals like what are some relationships I need to build do I need more business savvy people around me or do I need to expose myself to those types of relationships do I need to expose myself to more um godly like relationships so that I can receive godly counsel and and have fellowship with more believers or do you know I may need to you may need to um go to you know it may be a family relationship that you need to restore or you know ask the Lord to restore and help you to navigate um just um set some goals have some vision for your for your relational life and know where you are and and go from there have I covered everything purpose and career um now that's it kind of can tie into financial if you are blessed then your purpose and your financial um 
like vision kind of tie in together, but they still function separately because you know what when you're doing what you do, like there's another the financial side is separate. Like you might do say if you're um, like if you were a writer. Like there's one part where you're actually writing the writing the book, putting information together, and and doing it, the doing the do, and then there's another part where you have to go and and you know have the account set up for this and that. Like it's just separate. But um, career and purpose wise, um, my God, that's as I said, that comes a little more easier when you are in a healthier space mentally and emotionally and spiritually most importantly um but start to do things I would say if you're unclear about what your purpose is start to simply do things that you enjoy um do things that bring you joy um don't force like this is my purpose like just gradually just start to do things spend time doing things that you love to do whether you're getting paid for it or not because um as a business mentor told me before like he was he he was asking me like you know you say you want to do this then where is your like where can I find your content and I was just like oh I haven't been he was like nah you know if you really wanted to do it you would do it regardless of if you're getting paid for it or not already like money shouldn't stop you from doing what you were created to do or doing operating in your purpose and so I would say just do things that you love if you like talking maybe just start talking to people you see and of course positive things if you like talking maybe put up a short youtube or instagram or tiktok video once a week or once a day i don't know what that looks like for you if you like a a funny person like a comic like you know put up maybe just post funny videos <laughs> once again there's so many avenues to to do what we love um if you do music maybe um join your worship team at church um start doing that if you can play instruments start practicing um if you make beats you know like just do what you love like simply do what you love and um excuse me if you write if you love writing if you just say i love to journal and writing is just one of my favorite things to do or painting like we have so many different gifts if you like technology start dabbling in that um what else finance if you just like fooling with numbers and doing hard equations like it's all kind of stuff and, and, and stuff that people enjoy. But you got to figure that out for you. And if you don't know, it's clearly just start brainstorming or just start traveling, exploring your city, exploring your surroundings, seeing what's out there. Because sometimes when you travel and you get out of your comfort zone, get out of your house, get out of your day-to-day routine, so you'll see something or someone that inspires you um, without even trying like it's like you kind of stumble across stuff and it's like oh my gosh I didn't realize how much I would like this or you know like but yeah and and if you're a little further along you kind of understand what your purpose and calling is I would say to maybe not further along but if you kind of have a understanding a clarity as to what you're called to do 
stay prayerful about that and and stay prayerful about the assignment that the Lord has given you to do um, each season. Stay sensitive to the Holy Spirit and allow him to lead you as far as like, you know, okay, well, how is my purpose, me operating in my purpose going to show up this season? And don't think that purpose is just doing one thing. My purpose is to sing. My purpose is to write. My purpose is to um, create and invent products or my purpose is to speak or it's not like one thing I think it it all falls back to Christ being at the center he gives us purpose our purpose is in Christ we find it in Christ like apart from him we can do nothing and so I don't want to make it seem like you're just doing something um but your purpose ultimately should and will give glory to God um because that's what we're created for so um but still like whatever you you are gifted to do that can align with your purpose like if you like if I'm gifted to sing that can align with my purpose to glorify God by me singing songs unto him singing songs that glorify him um if I'm gifted to there's a song I can't think of the words I think I can't it says, uh, it's like, if I were a writer, I would use my pencil. If I were, a, um, I would use my full voice. If I was a singer, no matter what we do, we must pray. I'm, I'm butchering it, but it's by, um, help me, Holy Spirit, J. Moss. It's a beautiful song, but it talks about whatever we do. We can praise the Lord with whatever we're gifted or created to do, whether it's sports or fitness. You know, it's so many different things that, that people have passion and, and giftings for that other people don't. And you should find yours and operate in it. But, um, yeah, if, if it's bringing glory to God, then it's, it's probably more closer it's close if it's bringing glory to God and it's serving humanity if it's meeting the needs of humanity and it's glorifying God then it's is 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 probably linked to your your life's purpose um and like I said it looks different for each and every person and there's sometimes some purposes that you won't necessarily be a part of or be gifted to operate in but you might want to give to um like now feeding the hungry or clothing and sheltering the homeless or ending sex trafficking or, or you know eradicating poverty and, and or just different things walking in the foster system like you may not be able to be a foster parent altogether but you may be have the financial means to give to, to, to a college or go serve at a different event or something like that invest something into what you are passionate about or what you believe in or, or some service that you want to contribute to and maybe investment of money or time or your actual gift but um like I said be discerning and and and, and continue to ask the Lord for guidance with that um I think I've covered all areas um, but I just kind of wanted to speak some life into what it looks like to develop vision for our lives and and to kind of categorize, you know, vision, because I think it can get kind of overwhelming if you just sit down like, you're like, well, what is my life's vision? Well, I want to. And, and aside from all those things I just named, 
just dream um have like what do you what is the life what do you what is your life what do you really want your life to look like like I, I have a, a clear vision of what I want my life to look like and it hasn't changed much since I've been like a little girl it takes some um and I think um me gaining wisdom definitely helps me to shape that and and make it more uh, I don't want to say realistic but just to make it more unique to who I really am and not who I thought it was um but overall dream like do you want to travel the world do you want to live in a certain environment do you want to live in a certain country do you want to work for yourself do you want to work for a great organization do you want to what type of people do you want to like what type of friendships relationships do you want to have like regularly like you know what kind of house do you want to live in what kind of car do you want to drive like what what kind of kind of church do you want to like you know like dream and, and look a little further down the line like I said if it's not too overwhelming for you and sometimes I say that it takes time because if we're unhealthy if we're in an unhealthy place mentally and emotionally then the vision we're casting can become can be from an unhealthy place can be from an unclear place can be from a place that's a little less mm, oh, help me lord it's just not as good as, as it would be if we were healthy. Like, it's hard to see yourself uh, for, for what you see yourself as valuable if you're not viewing yourself through a healthy lens or a, a truthful perspective of who you are. Like, for instance, before I knew who I was, I, I just was settling, like settling for a lot of stuff, settling for relationships, settling for I just won't. I just want this, that, and that, and I'm good. Like, I don't want no more at least. But even the Lord, praise God, can change your desires and change your vision and, and what you think you what you think you're capable of. And um, that, that's a miracle in itself and a whole other t- topic. But, um, yeah, dream. Just brainstorm. If you're able to brainstorm and get it all neat and concise, praise you, good for you. But whatever you do, don't go into the new year. Don't go into any week or any day without intention or some sort of goal or aim, especially if you're a woman. Um, because we can tend to get a little just emotionally driven uh, because, as the Bible says, we are the weaker vessel, quote unquote. And so um even with that make sure that as a woman you have a male covering in your life um not to say you need a man to direct you but men are directors and women are creators like it's like how we kind of need one another like we weren't meant to function independently of one another male and female that's all another subject too i'm not saying that you don't have to that you got to be married and have kids to be normal i'm just saying like even if it's just a platonic relationship have some kind of male god man of god speaking into your life who you trust who, who knows and understands your assignment and purpose or who understands where you are in your journey who can kind of just be that directive voice in your life 
and men i don't know what it's like to be a man but um even with that men need guidance as well have continue to have godly counsel the bible says that in the multitude of counselors there is safety but where there is no counsel the people fall like it's get godly counsel godly people who fear the lord people who know the word of god people who 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 are not also be discerning with that you know just because somebody go to church and know the word of god doesn't mean that they their spirit is in the right place so be discerning of the spirits i'm not saying shy away and and block everybody out just because they don't agree with you or what you're doing because you know sometimes we rub each other different ways and iron sharpens iron everything isn't gonna be all oh kumbaya i agree you agree yay it's perfect no sometimes it's gonna relationships are going to challenge you um to step outside of your comfort zone but even in that um, like I said therapy is is great with even just having a consistent voice of guidance in your life um but yeah I think I've covered most of everything that I wanted to cover I know it was kind of lengthy and and I'm thankful and I believe that the Lord um that this helps somebody. Um, when we're all different, I personally get clearer vision. There's a passage of scripture in Habakkuk 2 and 2. It's familiar if you know the Bible at any sort. Um, it says to write the vision and make it plain so that the runner that reads it can wait. The runner can read it. Like, I'm sorry if I'm, I'm saying that wrong. <laughs> Go look it up for yourself. Habakkuk 2 and 2. But it's, it's basically like, write the vision. Get the vision. Get Once you get brainstorm and then you get the ideas. And maybe you just, just in a creative space. Maybe you draw pictures to cast a vision. Or maybe you just want to imagine for a moment. Maybe you just want to talk it out. Or bounce it off somebody else. Or... Whatever it is, once you start to get, like, crystallize those ideas, like, make it into a vision, make it into what does this practically look like in my life um, for the next year. And I'm not saying that everything is going to, of course, not everything is going to go exactly as you plan it. So, But it's better to have a plan than to, to be out here just being tossed in the wind. Plans ground us. Plans give us some kind of contingence, like plans give us direction plans give us the like help with our discernment it helps us to um say yes and no to the right things like if if somebody offering you something or you see opportunity comes that's kind of not in alignment with your vision with your plans that you submitted to the lord that you prayed about that the lord said okay that's decent that's that's okay then you 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 know you can kind of you can say no you you know it just helps it helps you to it also helps you to be more confident it helps you to 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 kind of have be able to walk in a little more with a little more pep in your step and a little more assertiveness like you I think I, I may have used this metaphor before but sometimes when you go in the grocery store and you don't have a list, and you just kind of like, what I need a thousand. I'm just like, I know I need some dishwashing liquid and maybe some some um, some. I don't know. 
Maybe some almond milk and some dishwashing liquid. I know I need that. And then you get to thinking, like, let me think. It was something else. And before you know it, you're just wandering through the store. You wasted time. And you got a bunch of stuff that you may already have at home or you really don't need. You just kind of want. Because you don't have a list and you're not clear on what you're going in there for. But when you got a list and you done made up your mind and you know you didn't search through your, your um, what you call it, your fr- refrigerator in your bathroom and you already checked out like look I know what I want I know what I need and boom 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 um you in and out you do you waste less time um and you're more sure where you going you know the aisle you need to you know and it's just it's just less clutter and less confusion and is I'm not saying be rigid and and just be so you know it's enjoy the journey as well you know, it's not just about achieving goals. It's not just about hitting milestones and and getting better. And, and yes, it's about getting better, but live some life along the way. Like stop and smell the roses. Don't be so focused and zoned in on achieving your goals. That's something I, I learned this past year. Like don't be so focused in on your goals that you forget the essence of life. You know, that you forget firstly make the lord your priority like making time with him enjoying his presence praising worshiping laughing having friendships having relationships sitting down having moments where you cry having moments where you laugh or maybe reminisce or maybe celebrate victories or maybe grieve um losses or you know stuff and plus life happens anyway i won't have some stuff you don't have to intentionally make time to do sometimes funerals pop up or weddings pop up or babies or baby showers and or new relationships like sometimes life happens and so be flexible and fluid enough to to be able to like take life as it comes but still have some kind of contingency plan that you can revert back to and, and look back to at the end of the day and say okay I'm focused like this you know something to focus on something to to have like your feet on the ground with um have your feet on the ground as a Denzel Washington has a quote that says most people don't plan to like yeah most people don't plan to fail they fail to plan like if you don't have a a plan to uh, for success then you basically just saying I'm taking life as it comes but when you have a plan you're saying this is what how I want life to come like this is what I'm expecting out of life and once again especially following Christ it ain't always gonna be easy and this exactly I know like especially early on it's like what what you what am I even where are you at today like what is I don't even know what I'm I'm just trying to, you know, it's just a lot. But don't be discouraged. At least have something to um, to offer the Lord, something to bring to Him, and to to try out. And some stuff is just meant for trial and error. Some plans you have won't, maybe not, may may not go all the way through and and come out on the other side as the golden plan, but 
just be flexible. And the Bible says instruct, instruction or re, and reproof are the way of life. So there's some moments where you have to sit down and alter the plan a little bit and reprove it and make revisions and take some stuff, add some stuff on, add a little bit here and take a little out there. Like, be flexible, but still have something to sit down and to, to look forward to. Um, last thing, vision boards. I know a lot of people talk about these and, and they they are helpful um i've done one i need to do a new one honestly if i'm being real um vision boards help a lot especially if you're a visual person if you're a seer then um and you're a dreamer you know what i mean you have that eye like um just getting some magazines some old magazines or newspaper i don't really like newspaper because i have color getting some magazines or something uh maybe old coloring books i don't know something that you can cut out and put on maybe like a small poster board or use your resources do what you got you may have a piece of slab of cardboard or something laying around from a box like glue get you some glue and scissors and, and glue the photos and Y'all know how to make a vision board, I hope. But if you don't, go to YouTube or go to Google. Google vision board ideas and Pinterest. It'll come up. Um, but they, they help a lot. And and sometimes you may not be able to have like a, or have the time or margin to sit down and get a clear, crystallized, written down plan. Yes, writing down the vision is something that the Lord instructs us to do. But you may not always be, be able to do all of it. And you may just be a more creative mind where you like if I see it then that, that but seeing it it kind of also helps with focus and it helps your imagination to stay in that place keep you that's okay I said that was the last thing but this really is the last thing. your imagination keep your imagination healthy um there's a scripture that says to cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God like, don't allow your mind to wander off into spaces that have nothing to do with the vision God is providing for your life. Don't allow your mind to go into, if you know you want to live prosperously, if you know you want to be in shape, don't allow your mind to wander. Don't watch stuff where people are not in shape or eating unhealthy. Keep your imagination healthy. Watch things where people inspire you. If you know you want to lose 20 pounds, don't be watching my 500 pound life. That's, that's damaging your imagination. That's draining your your vision. That's taking away from the life of your vision. Watch people who are already fit, who are where you already want to be so it can pull you mentally, you know, to where you want to be. Um, you have to see it. As Karen Clark would say in her song, It's Not Over. I love this song, y'all. She would say, you got to see it before you see it or you never will see it. Another thing is, um, another thing that is great with um, imagination that's helped me with, um, like, just the concept of imagination is Pastor Michael Todd talking about, um, Pastor Michael Todd at Transformation Church. I think they have it available on YouTube and on Spotify or any podcast network. But he has a, a sermon called, um, dang, Anointed Imagination, I believe. Such a great sermon. It just talks about how, I'm not going to re-preach it, but he talks about how 
different things and trauma and life can happen to us to where it makes our imagination dull and and we allow doubt to creep in and say well maybe if it doesn't happen this way then I'll just settle for this but he just talks about the importance of having like a childlike imagination and and and, and just dreaming and, and imagining by faith and not by fear or doubt and anywho it's really 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 good but um <laughs> that's all I have for today as I said it may have been a little more lengthy than normal but I really wanted to get that out um to you all and and so I thank you for listening thank you for taking the time if you made it this far then you are really a champ like look at you shout out to you um and once again if this helped you inspired you in any kind of way um like it subscribe it write a review share it with somebody else if it helped you and um glory to god i believe that 2022 is going to be an amazing year and i pray the best for you and your family your loved ones for for your vision and that the Lord just really shows up and shows out in your life. Um, God bless you, and thank you once again. It's I'm Unique. We are here keeping it G. Until next time.